0: Clever intro for this episode, but I'm like shocked because I just went on Facebook and saw the news that Bob Saget has passed away. Yeah. The age of 65. And this is a pop culture related podcast, and I would think we'd be amiss not to mention it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe, I can't believe it. I wonder, uh, I mean, if it's the county sheriff, Los Angeles County and sheriff. He was
0: found, or... according to the reports that are out right now, and this is January 9th, he was found unresponsive in the hotel room. But right now, there's no there are no signs of drug use or foul play. But he's quite young, so it makes you was really. Is it a heart attack? It could be. I mean, 65, yeah, you could definitely get a heart attack if you have some that. I That's just shocking. shocking. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought that guy would live forever.
0: Oh, jeez. Well, I don't know much about Bogd Saget in his life. He was big on TikTok house. recently, right? Yeah, he was doing a lot of TikToks. He was smoking a lot of cigars on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, but i yeah. man he, of taste. I think, got, <laughs> I think he got, like, married recently.
1: Oh, yeah, I think maybe. So, right.
0: super sad for all his loved ones, but that's wild. Yeah. Um, but, so I just wanted to acknowledge that, but... um we are going to move on to the main part of today's episode.
1: Yeah, that was, unex- that lit- was just unexpected. just happened as I was bringing my laptop down yeah. to record.
0: So. It was really unexpected. But um, this is In Case You Missed It with your usual host, Casey Hulian, and your usual guest.
1: Permanent guest, Eddie Trezino. Uh, I,
0: I, I've been messing it up. It's uh, with your host, Casey Hulian, and usual guest. Yeah, but but i am been now saying am now,
1: now you're the usual host. I know. Permanent
0: That's right. I like that.
1: Yeah, update my resume.
0: But um, <laughs> I will. But, uh... We we originally came on because we just saw West Side Story, the new adaptation by Steven Spielberg, in theaters. And we wanted to talk about it. And we also wanted to talk about our um, top media that we consumed in the year 2021. I still cannot believe it's 2022. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: The year of the dog, maybe. I don't know.
0: The year that we hopefully get more people vaccinated and get COVID more under control.
1: People so say, like, their memes are, like, pronounced twenty-twenty-two. Yeah, I don't... But I always pronounce it (laughs) two-thousand-twenty-two.
0: That's fine, because I don't like the jokes. It's not funny. It's sad. It's hard. We're all living through a hard time, which is why it's so great that we have art and media that we can escape to. Yeah. Such as West Side Story. Now, West Side Story is based off of a musical um, that was also made into a movie in the... What did I say? Well, I mean, the musical
1: came out in the fifties and I think... The, sh- the movie came out in 1961,
0: maybe? It came out four years after the musical, which is... I think that's so quick. Like, normally... I don't know. I, I guess I, like, didn't think... Like, there were a lot of musicals that were movies that were musicals back in the day like that was very common but they weren't necessarily stage plays that were adapted i don't know and this is a stage play that was adapted which i thought was interesting
1: those barbara streisand movies i think a lot of them well actually i don't know anyway uh, so west side story is kind of a recreation of romeo and juliet where it's like based in new york i guess on the west side right with <laughs> uh white Guys, mm-hmm. generic white males mm-hmm. and Puerto Ricans, which I did not know. I had no idea I've never seen anything related to West Side story until yeah, this very really day. First
0: experience. I have seen it um, on stage. Like I, I saw it at high school. It's very popular for high schools to perform it. So I saw it at a high school and I really enjoyed it. And then back when Netflix was only DVD rents, um, me and my friend mm-hmm. Emily Who I did plays with in school rented it, and we enjoyed it. However, it was it's extremely long. Um, There's like it's an old movie where there's like an intermission in the movie, Mm -hmm. which is super interesting. Um, But I I really didn't remember it too much. Like I knew the basic story, I knew the songs, but I hadn't listened to or watched anything relating to it in like quite some time, like a handful of years. Yeah. So I kind of went into it um, knowing the songs would remind me, and they did, and I remembered a lot of the words, and, like, honestly, that was really delightful, was just, like, revisiting these songs I used to listen to, like, I don't listen to nearly as much, I used to listen to musicals constantly when I was, like, in that scene, and I really missed that, so it was nice to be reminded of, like, how much I love musicals, and Stephen Sondheim wrote the lyrics to this musical, and he recently passed, um, but he did help with the development of this film, and one of the main changes I want to mention that was interesting to me. So the whole time Eddie and I were trying to figure out, like, there's this character that I did not remember from the stage play that seems to be a character who identifies as male, but, like, is biologically a woman. And I did not remember this at all from the play, but it is from the original play. They have a character called Anybodies who, quote-unquote, is a tomboy in the original stage play, And something they did in this adaptation is they uh, had a trans actor play the part, which um, I think was really cool. And there's an interview I was reading um, with Variety, with the um, actor who plays Anybody's. I want to say their name. Iris Menez? I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. But um, they describe Anybody's as... um, Oh, I, I lost my place. Oh, so that's
1: where you go first. That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought too much. I mean, that character is kind of like, an feels like an audience standing.
0: Well, yeah, that's what's interesting to me. is because I kept, they, they, <clears throat> this character kept popping up in different scenes. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. And there's one scene where you find out that anybody's wants to be part of the gang, but they're like, you can't be part of the gang. So it was like very strange. But that's why, I, when I, I looked it up after, because I was like, I don't understand like what's going on with this character. But, um... Yeah, I think it is, I don't know, it's almost like a liaison between the gangs, too. Yeah. Because anybody's kind of, like, gives information to both sides. But I don't know, how do we describe, how do we describe West Side Story? Well, it's,
1: be- it's basically a... Uh, um- White guy falls in love with the Puerto Rican, but they're from warring gangs, yes. and chaos ensues as the two sides clash yeah. with each other and the world and the society around them. Yeah, it's super in musical sad. fashion that all the musical numbers are very impressive. Uh, Steven Spielberg knows how to set up, like I guess a scene <laughs> that sounds silly, but but uh, you know, uh, I was really taken. Well, at first, I don't know. I'm not much of a I mean, I can enjoy musicals, but I don't watch a lot. But really, like, um, I was kind of thinking it was, like, funny at first. Because, like, instead of, like, they're, like, supposed to be aggressive gangs. But they're just doing all these, like, dance moves. Yeah. I thought that was really funny.
0: I wanted to tweet out quote. Is it, is it supposed to be hilarious that they're dancing at the casino when seeing West Side Story? I mean, it is
1: hilarious, it, but, but you know, I mean, I, I guess think, you gotta, as, as the movie goes on, you suspend your disbelief I more. mean, I
0: think it translates better on stage. I mean, it is kind of like, yeah, you have to suspend your disbelief. It's, it's kind of strange.
1: It really, um, like, goes in the face of, like, because I remember another, you know, uh, another popular recent musical, La La Land,
0: mm-hmm. where, like,
1: but that's, like, a movie that... Intentionally tries to throw you back to like old musicals like that, but, and like you know they kind of like play up the musical aspects, but this movie like, kind of like, so sub- like doesn't even like, wink at the audience at all. Like it's like a uh, completely straight and, it is the old fashioned movie. Yeah, like, you know that's the difference between this and La La Land. And mm-hmm. You can think you know La La Land. I haven't seen it since it came out, but, well, it but is... anyway, so that's just like the different. Like this movie like doesn't. It's like completely strict, which I like. I feel like there's too many, yeah. too many movies just are like, oh, haha, ha, look at us, we're kind of silly, but, so I kind of like that it didn't like.
0: There is, um, wink, some intense stuff in this movie. I will say that. Um,
1: Ansel Elgort.
0: Well, Ansel Elgort plays our Tony, and then Maria is played, oh. I think, by an actress who is better known, like, for her stage work. Ra- I,
1: Rachel something. Uh,
0: Rachel Zegler. Rachel um, Zegler, yes. They were both, I think, they did a wonderful job.
1: Yeah, yeah, Ansel Elgort, he did pretty good. I wasn't expecting much from him.
0: Well, yeah, and it's interesting because, like, the two gangs, like, the white kids are basically, like...
1: Brooklyn. Well,
0: there's, but they're also like, they have this whole song where they talk about like the fact that like their parents are like drug addicts or alcoholics and that they like have been like treated like crap their whole lives and so they're angry and all they have is like these gangs. Like they don't have any sense of purpose. Um, what's that song called with the officer?
1: Officer Krupp Key Krupp You. Yeah. I don't know. I I I only know that that from, uh, from Kirby or Thu's. But there's
0: like a conversation that, Tony, so Anza Alport has with uh, Maria, um, Rachel Ziegler. And he's like, she's like, do you think it's easier for for Puerto Ricans to make it in America than for you and your buddies? And he was like, he was like, I don't think it's easier. I just think you have more hope than, you know, my buddy. people who,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. And that, that, was, there's a really good song that kind of puts that in perspective. Yeah. I want to be in America. And
0: it was really interesting. And, uh, That song, America, is, like, a very famous song from the musical. Yeah, Um, so it's
1: a kind of... Honestly, I wasn't expecting it to be that deep with, like, kind of, like, thinking about what your place is and society and how you ended up there, but I think that really worked. So, I don't know. What was your favorite... Oh, the uh, love story itself is, you know, kind of like Romeo and Juliet. It's like, oh, okay, I guess these two people are in love, you know, like... On first sight, okay. I'll yeah, you just it. kinda
0: have to accept it. Like I told Eddie he was like he was like, Wow, they like just love each other immediately. And yeah. I was like, Well, it's supposed to reflect kind of be inspired by Romeo and Juliet, which Romeo and Juliet takes place over a few like days.
1: Well, Ansel Elgort, he played a character named Baby and Baby Driver, and when you see a baby in real life, you're like, Oh, I kinda love that baby. So maybe <laughs> that's what they were going for. Oh yeah. They're, like, the, they're like, Oh, it's like a baby. Oh He's like gosh. a baby.
0: Well I love that baby. And like honestly, what's super tragic now I don't know. Should I not spoil it? Or Should we just talk? I mean, this musical's been out for uh, fifty plus years, so if you don't know the plot, you might not want to listen to this part. I'll but skip I wanted, like a minute ahead. I, guess. I wanted to talk to the, about this part because I think it's freaking crazy. So, like at the climax, like the latter half of the movie, there's a fight between the two gangs, and the, and Riff, who's the who's Tony's like best friend, semi co leader of the gang, has a gun, and uh. It's like really intense and then they bring out knives and Tony's best friend gets killed and Tony, in a fit of rage, kills Maria's brother. That's her brother, Bruno. And then what does she do right after he comes to her room when he when he has just killed her her brother? He She sleeps with him. yeah. I, uh, I, mean, I, just, I like, think his
1: name is Bernardo, not Bruno. It's not Bruno? It's not Bruno. No, no, no. 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 Talk, um, that should have been in this movie. Yeah,
0: it should have. Man, okay. Okay. I feel bad. Are you sure? that is that right? Yeah, it's Bernardo. Sorry, Bernardo. So, I think it's literally insane, the idea of her, like, sleeping with him and when you run away with him, right after he murdered her brother in cold blood. I think, but again, it's like what you were saying. You have to, like, suspend your disbelief. It's like, their love is everything. Because Anita and her have, like, a duet after Tony, like, leaves, and Anita finds out that he, he and Maria just, like, had slept together.
1: Well, you know, that emotion's high. Your adrenaline's pumping. yeah. And Ansel I mean, Elgort's looking hot as hell.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, oh, uh, what does what he, he say uh, the no ge- in... Stars? There's no
0: more generic-looking white man than Ansel Elgort.
1: Yeah, he is. Like, that, well, like, and that's the thing. It's nothing like,
0: about him really screams talkable to me, but...
1: I mean, he's a baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, anyway... Um,
0: Some people love it. Anyway, I just think it's crazy that the character does that. But then also, like, it's really... I found parts of it very moving,
1: um, you know, I don't... I I wish I did. I didn't. Really? I, did, I mean, I don't know. It didn't hit me that hard. That's but, okay. I mean, I liked a lot of it, but I just didn't, like... I don't know. I've been seeing a couple movies that have made me, like, kind of tear up recently, uh-huh. and this was not one of them.
0: Well, I didn't tear up. I just think I felt... I did feel intense emotion and, like, intense sadness for, like, Anita, who, you know, loved yeah. someone who who was involved in senseless violence and lost her life, and then she also loves Maria, but Maria betrayed her in, like, the worst way, and they, like, sing that song together. Um, One of the really cool moments of the film is that they changed a role. So in the musical, Tony has, like, his confidant named Doc, someone who runs a pharmacist who took him in after he got out of jail, and, like, he is is his confidant, you know, whatever, his, his mentor, his guiding, light. And in this movie, they've switched it so that it's Doc's wife, and Doc has passed on. They did this because they wanted to involve one of the original actresses from the movie, um, Rita Moreno, who originally played, I thought Maria, but that was incorrect. She played Anita um, in the original movie, which is, like, super cool. Yeah. And they had her play, Had they had her sing one of Maria's songs, um, A Place for Us, and I thought she was wonderful. Um, I think that's really cool that they, like, had that tie back in. And, and, yeah, I think the cinematography of it, like, it was, like, very beautifully shot. Um, the opening you know. sequence was, like, super interesting with the construction site. Because the idea is that they're tearing down the slums to replace them with, like, this, like, gentrified... Skyscraper apartment building, yeah. and so I think that's part of why the like gangs are so upset because they're like losing their territory or whatever, and so they're like fighting more. Um, but yeah, I I thought it, I'm glad we saw it. Yeah, I think it was super interesting. Um,
1: yeah, Steven Spielberg. I, I think the last movie he made before this was Bridge of Spies, which I liked but wasn't that
0: great. I don't even know what that is it's, to be honest. Tom Hanks is in it.
1: Well, anyway, yeah, I liked the movie pretty good. I, I didn't think I. At first, I thought I was not liking it, but it kept it won me over, and I liked it. So, if you're not super into, like, those kind of musicals, maybe this one will win you over, too.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I am very into musicals, and I am very familiar with this classic musical. I was telling Eddie, if any of you are Big Westhead Story nerds out there, if you Nerd. go to Disney's Hollywood Studio... I forget the... I'm going to look it up, because I forget the name of, like, the area. I mean, Hollywood Studios isn't that big. But there is, like, a little kind of, like, exhibit of, like, different, like, things from different movies and stuff. And they have the original, like, manuscript of the movie with notes from the guy, um, from Leonard Bernstein. Is that who Leonard
1: it? Bernstein. Yeah,
0: from him. Um, and I just thought it was really neat to see that sort of thing. Um, so if you're interested and you're in... A place where you can easily get to Disney Hollywood Studios. You can go check that out and um, tell him Casey
1: sent you. Yeah, tell them Casey yeah. Right yeah, outside they'll there. They'll know.
0: Also, if you go to Disney Hollywood Studios, this is another musical nerd thing that I feel like needs to be appreciated. There is a lamppost with an umbrella like, that you can grab onto. Oh, and if it's you grab onto it, it's like singing in the rain. And I love it so much. And I, there's a picture of me somewhere on Facebook doing that. Wow. Um, but anyway, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I think like the musical what i remembered from the musical like the first half is a little slow and the second half is where all the action happens um it is based on romeo and juliet so you can kind of have an inkling as to as to what happens to the main characters although they don't both die oh we're just giving it all away um so i i mean i don't know i recommend it i think people who are seeing it are probably fans of West Side story um, or Steven Spielberg.
1: Yeah, they're not going to see Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. What's it called? <laughs>
0: That's not what it's called. No way Home. Oh, Turn Off
1: the Dark is the musical, mm-hmm. which they should make that a movie. They
0: shut it down because it was like everybody got some... too her. Yeah, everybody gets hurt. Which is kind of hilarious. Spider-
1: oh, okay. Well, we should move on.
0: Yeah, so I want to look up where that is in Disney Hollywood Studios, so I'm going to let you transition into our next uh, segment.
1: All right, coming up next, our picks for 2021. <laughs> <laughs>
0: welcome back so I could not find the name of the location in Disney Hollywood Studios where that is honestly it might not still be there like they might have remodeled it and updated it but if I figure it out I'll put it in the um, description like the show notes for the podcast but as Eddie said we're gonna talk about our top media picks for 2021 um I have movie a movie a tv show a album and like a Maybe a video game, unless you picked the same one as I did. Okay. So, where do you want to start?
1: Um, I don't know. What do you... What's... Uh, you could do movie, I guess.
0: Okay. So, I, um, who was inspired to pick this after seeing a funny tweet that I sent to Eddie of comparing, um, Pete Davidson and, uh... Uh, Rizzo.
1: Rizzo the Red. And their
0: aesthetics. And it was really funny. And it reminded me of the most delightful special that I watched on Disney Plus this year, which was the Haunted Mansion special by the Muppets.
1: Yeah.
0: It was just pure classic Muppets with a bazillion celebrity guest stars making literal, like, appearances for seconds. And it was so just made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And I'm going to watch it every Halloween and... And I just thought it deserved a mention because it's not, like, something that, you know, got, like, a huge theatrical release. But, like, I crave Muppet content that's more modern. um, And I just am really glad that they, like, invested in it and did another Muppet show. I have some fun facts if you want to hear about them. Okay. So, it was released on October 8th of 2021 on Disney+. And um, the plot summary, without too much, is... Um, instead of attending the Muppets annual Halloween party, Gonzo and Pepe are on their way to a fear challenge event in the same haunted mansion where Gonzo's favorite musician, the great MacGuffin, disappeared 100 years ago. So, I was looking at fun facts on IMDb. And Ed Asner, who played the old man up and is a very, very famous actor who died recently, um, makes a posthumous appearance as the ghost of brother Claude. Um, which I thought was nice. Also, um, they talked about how in this special, it's Gonzo and, um, Pepe. Pepe the Prawn. But previously, like in, uh, Christmas Carol, Muppet's Christmas Carol, you would see Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat. You know, Rizzo is usually the
1: main There guy. is
0: a reason. Uh-oh. It's changed. So it's, this will be the first time Gonto has seen a new partnership with Pepe the Prawn. The character of Rizzo the Rat was retired in 2018 after his only performer, Steve Whitmire, was fired by the Henson family amid oh. controversy. Whitmire also had voiced Kermit the Frog ever since Muppet creator Jim Henson's death in 1990.
1: Oh, okay. I've heard of this. While yeah. characters
0: like Rizzo were reduced or retired, the iconic part of Kermit the Frog was given to Matt Vogel... Um, and this was the first special with Matt Vogel as first in Kermit, um. voicing Kerman. So I was like, well, what's this controversy? I'm, I'm like, because that's all it said. And I was like, well, I'm intrigued. So I guess um, Brian Henson stated that there were issues, like ongoing issues with Whitmire, that he was like really outrageous. He made a lot of outrageous demands and like treated other um, actors really poorly um he would send emails and letters attacking everyone attacking the writing and attacking the director on any project they worked on he also oh allegedly refused to train and understudy for kermit but he was also refusing to go to what he considered b b-level events like ribbon cuttings where they needed somebody to voice kermit he like would refuse to go and they were like you know train and understudy he was like no i refuse so he just like made a lot of problems and was like really rude and he has since said that he would like to make amends and come back i do not think i see them letting that happen but who knows so i thought that was super interesting so that's why pepe is the um kind of co-star so some of the guest stars in this were yvette nicole brown uh darren chris who was famous on glee and who was one of my biggest celebrity crushes in high school so i was really happy to see that um taraja p henson as the bride oh yeah, which yeah i like, think Tar- she, she was, was funny. hilarious as it yeah, so she was funny. as you probably know in the Haunted mansion ride there's like a bride who like it's implied that she kills her husbands for money and so she has like a big plot point of pepe and like it's I, yeah i love it and then um john stamos appears literally as oh, a yeah. famous person another
1: full house rough this episode
0: yeah and um i
1: forgot about him
0: I just thought it was delightful, it's funny, it's definitely rewatchable, it's like, like some of the older Muppet movies, like, wow, they have their charm, like, they're long, like, they're a little slow to get through, like, the more modern specials are just, like, they're so full of that, like, classic charm of, like, a classic, like, appointment television you're gonna see, like, famous people sort of situation, but it's, like, more, um, consumable length, like, I'm gonna watch this every Halloween, I probably will watch it, like, before Halloween, I really enjoyed it, so... That's my pick for movie, and I'll will let you go with your movie. Well,
1: episode. I wrote down a few movies. because okay. it's hard for me to pick.
0: I know one, you, see you see a lot. You see a lot more than me. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm surprised. It's yeah, great. The, the Muppets. I I did. Like I know it it's. Too.
0: I guess you could say it's a cop out, but I really enjoyed it, and I just I don't know. I well, wanted to talk about a it. A couple
1: movies. I, I think we both watched to get well. Just two, like so, two animated movies. Really like Luca this yes. year. Luca was really good. Pixar's new... I cried. ...flick. Did you? Oh, wow. what When? <laughs> what, at the p- very at the end. end? Uh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Actually, that is kind of sad. It's touching.
0: Well, no. I cried. Yeah. It's like Happy Tears. Yeah, that's
1: a really good... It's a it's chill happy movie. Happy Tears, yeah. About like a weird uh, sea monster plot. Like,
0: a, I don't a friendship. really remember.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's pretty simple. But like Pixar like doing like a simple movie like that with still like a pretty like... You know, good heartfelt message at the core. I like it, you know? Mm-hmm. I like they got some cool uh, sea creature stuff. I forget what else, really. Oh, really? I, I remember they want to get the Vespa. Yeah. Sponsored by Vespa, the, the moped or whatever. So I like that movie a lot. Also, um, I don't know which one I like more. Maybe I like this maybe a little more than that, but the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh. Such a surprise of a movie. Super
0: surprise. Honestly, I
1: like. I remember seeing the trailer in twenty twenty probably, and I thought like I was like, oh, it's a movie about a, but how adults don't like technology. Mm-hmm. But then like a like the movie is actually like, first of all, like the animation is so cool, mm-hmm. like it's up there with like, Into the Spider Verse with how cool it looks, and just they made that one song like a. And emo- be like the emotional core. Maya, he, oh, Maya. yeah. Pooh my, amazing how they do that. I would have never thought of that, but it was so good. So those are two good movies I really liked. Two, like, more serious movies. One was, that, I think Casey's been hearing about it recently, Shiva Baby.
0: Yeah, it's on it a like, lot of people's list. Yeah,
1: like, it's like, people are saying it's like a really uncomfortable, like, psychological kind of horror. I mean, that's not, like, framed as a horror movie. It's just like a movie about a girl who goes to a funeral or a a shiva, I guess they call them, in Jewish culture. I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, it's just, she runs into a lot of people, including, like, one of her sugar daddies. (laughs) Um, And it's, like, really funny, but also, like, uncomfortable. But just some of the things that happen, like, I think are so funny. No, it's
0: on a lot of people's list this year. Yeah, and it's,
1: like, hard, yeah, and it's, like, hard to, like... (laughs) Put into words, I mean, well, it's not really, but, like, it's hard to put into words, like, why it's so good, I guess. Mm. But, um, it's, like, like, makes you laugh and makes you, like, kind of, like, cringe. But, uh, probably my favorite movie this year was called Pig. I don't know if you've heard of this one.
0: Oh, yeah, my sister was Nic- talking about this, wasn't she?
1: I don't know. Nicolas Cage? Some, okay, so people kidnap, N- Nicolas Cage is, like, a hermit who lives in the woods. And people kidnap his pet pig. Um, and then, like, based, you know, based on that, I don't want to spoil too much, but based on that, uh, little premise, you might be thinking of a movie called John Wick, but it's not like John Wick. Uh. It's not like John Wick at all. It's actually, like, really, like, a very tender movie that, you know, like, the last shot of it, I told my friend, like, the last shot of this movie, I still think about. It's still, like... (laughs) It's such a, like, haunting, but, like, it's just such a... It cuts deep, I guess. And, but I, like, really loved it. I thought it was so, like, surprising. And, I don't know, maybe I'm, like... I read into a lot of the emotional, like... uh
0: No, I haven't heard about this movie at all. Was it, it's, like, it's small solid. release, like, in Yeah, movie? oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Nicolas Cage does not run away from fire in it or, like, yell bees. He barely... I don't even think he yells at all, but... Just a really great movie that I think most people can watch. It's not uh I mean it's it's very sad, but it's honestly like really it relates to the human experience and the pig experience. Nicolas Cage
0: is just such an enigma of a of a movie. I know,
1: but that's what's amazing about it. I think he's a great actor.
0: I saw an ad the other day for um a movie with Nicolas Cage in it that's, like, about... Oh, yeah. It's, like, oh, yeah. Nicolas Cage in it. Yeah. I don't know how it would be.
1: It, it's coming out soon.
0: Man, I just got distracted, um, because... Bob Saget. Saget's most recent Instagram post is from 17 hours ago.
1: Dang, so full of life.
0: Um, because he did a show in Jacksonville, like, a comedy show. Oh, God. Whoa.
1: Gee. Man, that's such an unexpected one. It's like Nora McDonald. <laughs> yeah. R. I. P.
0: It's super unexpected. Um, oh,
1: who's that? Was that? That's, was that no, DJ that, Tanner? Yeah,
0: but that's. Oh no, he. Oh, he went on the *Chicks in the Office* podcast. Oh. So that's their picture with him. Wow. Anyway, and
1: Cameron, I should say. I know her name.
0: Um, to so go back to our to our list, thank you for your anxiety. Yeah. My TV pick. Is one of the limited series again? I hate to like be. I didn't realize I was promoting Disney Plus, but this is another uh, Disney Plus yeah. pick. Um, I picked Loki, which was a limited series on Disney Plus, uh, starring Tom Hiddleston. I think Tom Hiddleston is like a very interesting man. To he's like handsome in a strange, strange way. To Taylor I, Swift,
1: especially. Well,
0: before. Before I got more interested in the Marvel movies, in this this show in particular, I only knew him because of the Taylor Swift stuff, because I'm, as we know, like, a big Taylor Swift fan. So, um, plot summary, Loki, the god of mischief, steps out of his brother's shadow to embark on an adventure that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Wow, that really says nothing. It starts basically, like, he's like a prisoner of the timekeepers, right? Yeah. And they take him in for questioning because he was messing with, like, the timelines of the universe and it's the unlikely pairing of him with Owen Wilson that I found especially delightful. Yeah. In Owen. this series, um it was released in June of tw- uh 2021, had six episodes. Um it also had Sophia Di Martino as um oh,
1: the, uh, alternate, alternate universe, Silva, universe uh
0: Loki and I just found this like so entrancing even though I don't know all the like references and all the connections within the marvel universe like i'm not super well versed on that i like really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the scene on the train um there's just there's one of the episodes there's a scene on the train between the two lokis um tom Hilston and sophia DiMartino, and they're talking they have like a conversation it reminded me a lot of like a play like it just was very dialogue heavy which i thought was very an interesting choice for Like Marvel to do. I mean, there was tons of action in the series, but there was just that scene was like, I don't know, like, I thought they had awesome chemistry, like, really good chemistry. I thought Owen Wilson was, like, surprisingly delightful as this, like, random character. Um, I did love Owen. The way they slowly like, reveal, like, what's going on behind the scenes of these timekeepers was, like, super interesting to me. Um, I know a lot of it is, like, setting up, um, I guess, for, like, future Marvel stuff, but just isolated in itself, I really enjoyed, like, the journey it took us through, and, like, I I don't know, I thought it was really well done, like, it was, I really enjoyed it, honestly, I was gonna put, I thought, I was like, I think I enjoyed this more than WandaVision, and I really, I really liked WandaVision, I just was kind of disappointed in the end, um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it, I have some fun facts for this, too, um, this is according to IMDb, and I don't know if this is true, but this was listed under their fun facts. Rather than read Marvel comics to prepare for the role of Agent Mobius, Owen Wilson instead had Tom Hiddleston explain the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe to him. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I wonder if Owen's seen any.
0: Owen Wilson... Wilson Which one would he have
1: seen? Probably. Spider-Man.
0: Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Owen Wilson revealed oh. he, quote, Let it slip that he grew a mustache for his character, Mobius. He said later that day, he received an ominous text from an unknown number saying, strike one. He said it might have been Kevin Feige using a burner phone and making sure he was careful when talking about Loki. Um. So, I just thought that was hilarious. I love Owen Wilson. We were just talking about how, like, he's had the same look. Like, Eddie was mentioning Yeah, that
1: yeah, yeah. He's had
0: the same hairstyle and look for...
1: Like, two, 25 years. At, like,
0: decades. And somehow we all just accept it <laughs>
1: yes
0: like low-key though when low i saw key? him
1: <laughs> oh
0: when i saw him in movies like when i was younger i thought he was like handsome like i, I think he's really charming like when he was in um, like freaking, when he's in cars the museum oh
1: yeah yeah as the little boy um,
0: uh no he's just a tiny gladiator
1: yeah but he's a little boy
0: he's not a boy he's a man and he's just small no he's a boy Oh, he's a man. I
1: don't... Well, that's debatable.
0: Anyway, um, I love Owen Wilson, and I think the series If you're is, little,
1: you're a little boy. Okay,
0: okay. All right, go ahead. I think the series is great. Um, I think if you have any interest in the character of Loki... I mean, I would watch some of the Marvel movies first, or else you're... I don't know how much you'll enjoy it, but um, if you really like Loki, then the character of Tom Hiddleston, like, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I hope they do more with it. I don't know if they will. But that's my pick for TV. I really enjoyed it, and it was something... I was trying to pick something new that was, like, new last year, not just new to me. Because there were also stuff that's, like, old that I've watched that was new to me. But, yeah.
1: Sure. So. Yeah. Well, I got a couple... T. I watched a lot of TV shows this year, too. But mm-hmm. I guess that's... I'll narrow it down. So, a couple shows I really oh, I liked mean, were Mayor of Easttown, that was on HBO. It was with... Uh, oh, yeah. Kate Winslet? Or mm-hmm. Blanchett? Which one? Uh-oh. Winslet? Titanic? Jack, I'm Flying? help me jack jack yeah, i love you Titanic. Jack. Titanic. Yeah, yeah but anyway uh it was a really good show like a mystery but also like very uh personal like i don't know it's like it's honestly a little like twin peaks and that it's a bunch of kind of eccentric characters in a small town i mean obviously not as you know <laughs> doesn't get up to the weirdness of twin peaks i guess uh anyway i like that show a show on netflix called brand new cherry flavor that was like a pretty weird like Honestly, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I, uh, And honestly, uh, the ending kind of soured it for me, but I like the rest of the show. It's kind I don't even know why it's called. Well, I kind of do. Anyway, that was a fun show. Um, another a comedy on HBO that I've just recently been watching is called The Other Two. <laughs> I think it's a hilarious show. Oh, yeah, K- I've Casey's been enjoying the, it. K- it's, like, hilarious. It's about, uh, I mean, it's, it seems like a little kid gets, well, not little, like, like a teenager gets famous on the Internet, and his brother and sister kind of mess-ups, but, um, they're really funny, uh, what's her, what's her name?
0: Their mom plays, like, a alternate universe Ellen, essentially. Yeah, kind, well, kind
1: of, what's, her, what,
0: uh, what I'll is her name? It. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's from Saturday Night Live, uh, but my favorite show probably was this one on Netflix called Midnight Mass, it's by the same guy who made, uh, the, uh, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor.
0: Mm. Uh, people love those super
1: i mean this was like those were both based on books this one i think he just made himself i forget his name i'm sorry but um just such a fascinating like just such a great like story about like how like kind of people's ideas about religion and death and just how all that kind of can get mixed up by words and everything and like i what don't was know this just on? Uh, I was on Netflix. Just, yeah, and just, um, as, like, a person who was raised Catholic, it's just kind of, it was really, like, interesting to see someone else, like, talk about, you know, like, in a way that's not just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, a weird thing. Like, I feel like I'm still, like, <laughs> traumatized by being raised Catholic.
0: And yeah. I feel,
1: and I think this guy was, too, honestly, so.
0: So many people are. Yeah,
1: so anyway, uh, I mean, I mean, not that I was... I wasn't, like, touched by a priest or anything, but... Oh, yeah,
0: but Just, like, the
1: ideas of it all kind of messed with my head a lot. Yeah, ideology. Yeah, so anyway, this show really, like, broke that down in a really clever way, I think. And, and it's kind of spooky, but I think it's a good watch. So anyway, that's a dour note. Let's go on to albums or games.
0: Yeah, so I have an album that will be a surprise to no um, one. Yeah. Could you guess well, it? Well, do you know
1: any... Is there anything else besides Red Taylor's version? What's your number two?
0: Um, here's my problem. I will get very comfortable listening to one artist, and I will not listen to it. Like, you know I listen to mostly just Taylor Swift. Like, if I'm not listening to the podcast, because that's another thing. I really listen to podcasts more than I listen to music, and I don't know why. I didn't used to be this way, but podcasts have, like, taken over my life. Um, I, I really am a big uh, Taylor Swift outfit repeater in that I just listen to her albums, all of them, like, over and over and over again. So, Red Re Release was big for me. Okay, I had some profound things to say about it. Okay, that album has meant different things to me at different points in my life because when it was first released, I had never I experi. I don't. I didn't know what relationships were. I was it was twenty twelve. I was young, but I I loved it because I thought it was very poetic and beautiful, and the lyrics, like the one lyric from All Too Well, that's the original, is like uh. I'd like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. And that lyric really connected to me. Like whenever I was feeling like really depressed, really anxious, and I felt very disconnected from like who I think I am or who I want to be, and just felt like a shadow of myself. I would like listen to that song and I'd be like, you know, I really connected to that lyric. And then now with the 10 minute version, we've talked about this before, so I'll be brief. I expected it to not meet my expectations, and it definitely exceeded them with the extra lyrics. It didn't need to be ten minutes long, I'll admit that, but the the new lyrics I think were super well done. Um, I wanted to read one fun fact. So one fun fact. Uh. All Too Well, Taylor's version debuted atop the Billboard Hot 100 as the eighth number one song in Taylor Swift's career and the longest number one song of all time at that time. (laughs) Also, beauty company Cosmetify reported that Google searches for red lipstick increased by 669% following the release of red Taylor's version. (laughs) Now, the, the pandemic and masks has ruined lipstick for me. I used to love wearing lipstick and I I wore a lot of red lipstick, like especially in college. Like I was like, I, this is what makes me a woman. So yeah, um, that's my album, but... You said what mentioning anything else. Olivia
1: Rodrigo's came out this year. I did
0: that was this year. Yes, or twenty twenty one. That was
1: twenty twenty one. Yes indeed. I
0: really did love that. She album. shot
1: to the top. Driver's license came out like January. That's
0: right. I just saw her post about it being yeah. years ago. Isn't that crazy
1: that it was that quick?
0: Uh yes, because that feels like five years ago. Um that is also a great album. Um every song on there is good, I think. Um What's the one? Um I don't know, disappeared. I don't know
1: it's brutal out there oh that
0: one is just like such a jam i work out to that and then like driver's license is just so catchy and then traitor is such a beautiful song um i i think that she's really talented and i am excited to see what she does next i fear for her because like it's one of those things where you get you blow up so big that people like expect a lot from you and she's very young but um i'm excited to see what she does next that's a good mention that's a very good mention yeah what about you
1: um I got a, another list because I just list, I you got, listen you listen way more. Music I just than me. like I just consume things at all times to not deal with my own thoughts.
0: same, but I do a lot of <laughs> I do a lot more podcasts then.
1: Well I do a lot of podcasts. yeah, well anyway, um so a couple. the copyrights had an album. It's called Alone in a Dome. Uh, copyrights Some. Sh- you know, this is like their fifth album probably, but classic, fest punk., uh, you probably know what you're gonna get into. You like the copyrights. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway, um, another one, kind of coming back after a while. Eve Six had like a, like a six-song short album. I forget the name of it, but Eve Six, a weird, uh, got some weird songs. But I really like those guys. What genre?
0: I mean. They're like
1: kind of an alternative rock. You've heard they're big. They had a song big in the nineties or maybe early two thousands that you would know. I think Inside Out. It's called I would swallow my pride, but I'm on the ride. Anyway,
0: probably, probably Eve Six
1: really good. Um, so a couple like um, I'm kind of going based on like how much they impressed me. Um, Bad Bad Hats had an album this year.
0: You have um, their shirt. I have
1: their shirt famously. Mm-hmm. That looks like a baby shirt because mm-hmm. it's got the collar and arms. I love it. It's a night. Nice, I, I like think you look shirt.
0: handsome in it. Oh thank you, thank you. You're um,
1: it was called Walkman. Um, kind of I liked it. It falls in line with their other albums pretty much, but uh, still pretty good songs. Um, uh, the next couple are all like pretty big bangers. Uh, Jetty Bones. I think I'll go chronolog- chronological. Uh, really, I, it's called Pushback. Really like, I don't know what you call it. Emo pop album. <laughs> I don't know what you call that genre, but really touching songs. Really great. Uh Kississippi. Uh, I like
0: that shirt you have there. Yeah, I
1: went to. It's a similar baby shirt. <laughs> um, but they, uh, I forget what their album was called. But uh, saw them live after it came out. We what a good time in the pandemic when you could go to concert. You wore masks.
0: Show your everything. vaccine card. Yeah,
1: um, love the Kississippi album. Illuminati hotties had an album come out recently. <laughs> this sounds a great name. Uh, it's called Let Me Do You One Better. Really, honestly, like that's an album where like. I'm like kind of like it's I think that the singer like is a music like a producer engineer. I forget what her name is. Mm -hmm. But she I think she does a lot of the production herself. And I'm just like really impressed by what she does to make the songs come together. then like probably my number one. Tied for my number one Cat Bite. You saw Cat Bite.
0: I enjoyed that.
1: Ska. Nice one. It came out this year. Love Ska. (laughs) Really fun. I think it's the next evolution of like rock and roll. I guess. But uh, it's just, like, super cool. They are cool. And then uh, Sincere Engineer had an album called Bless My Psyche. Uh, That's, like, something that, like, (laughs) that's, like, a band that I'm, like, jealous of. I'm, like, I wish I should have wrote those songs. Because they're, like, so, like, raw, but, like, pretty simple. But uh, really, like, great uh, punk music. So those are my bunch of albums that i really liked
0: no i realized in doing this list that like i don't consume a lot of new music anymore i used to i used to listen to like new musicals all the time um i just like i don't know what it is that music it doesn't help distract from my anxiety as well as podcasts do i just got in the podcast like i would say when i started working as a reporter and was driving everywhere and never stopped so, I do want to listen to more music. you like got to keep
1: up with podcasts. That's what my problem is. <laughs> oh, I'm I really
0: good at it. Oh, uh, I
1: am too, but I feel like it's a crutch.
0: Well, it is a crutch for my mental health, but you know, in these difficult times, we all deserve that crutch. True. Um, but anyway, I do want to listen to more music, so thank you for uh, sharing some uh, of yours.
1: Thanks for your rec.
0: But what about, um? do you have any games? Yeah, I do. Got any games? I bet is yours the same one as mine? Is it one, two, three? Later, later like, alligator. Later, yeah, yeah. It is later <laughs> alligator. Yeah,
1: that game was so good. I loved it.
0: I when I realized we had played that in twenty twenty one, I was like, I have to. I have. Yeah, that to was in it. like
1: June or. Jul- does it feel apartment. like
0: like such a long time ago?
1: Yeah, it kind of does. Um. Feels like we've been in the apartment. So, so this powerful. is a
0: game for Switch that we bought. Eddie and I. Have been into finding like story indie games, and some yeah. of them are hits, and some of them are misses, and some of them are. Bleh. Later Alligator was excellent.
1: Yeah, it's like a simple. murder mystery
0: that you have to play. To no, play. it's
1: just it's not a murder. It's not That's even right. a murder mystery. It's not a murder mystery.
0: It's set up like um, you're a private investigator for this little, and you're all alligators, and you have to play these little mini games um to move forward. So
1: you're well, I think. The, this alligator thinks that someone's trying to take him out yes. to get him whacked, yes. and he wants to fight. Fu- he thinks it's one of his family members. Um, so you go and talk to all the family members, basically. Yes.
0: Well, and it's kind of like Tangled Towers in that way.
1: Yeah.
0: But I I really really enjoyed it. The mini games were at times challenging, but like that's good. That makes you like not fly through it so fast. Um, although it is short. Uh, the art style is like so cool. Yeah, I
1: loved it. So charming. Um, <laughs>
0: it was just delightful. Was, yeah. I highly recommend it. Worth every penny. I love.
1: Yeah, I, I loved it. When
0: I when I thought uh, when I remembered that we had played that like in twenty twenty one, I was like, I know that's gonna be Eddie's yeah. too.
1: <laughs> um, some other great games. Uh, you we both really liked Pokemon Snap. Yeah. New. That was really good. Uh, what else? I'm looking over, over I was there. like, why
0: are you looking in over the there? Cabinet. I was like, is there somebody over there?
1: Uh, WarioWare. Uh, Get It Together was really good. I
0: learned how to play Mario Party this Oh, game. yeah, Mario,
1: the new Mario Party um, is pretty
0: good. it's not a new game, but the new version of it, I've no, enjoyed. No, it's,
1: well, it, that game was new, yeah. Yeah. It's like the newest Mario Party, basically. We're
0: playing a new, on one right now, but I don't want to review it too soon. We're too early in it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Um. I don't know
1: if, yeah. So, Anyway.
0: Yeah, what a year. What a year of a lot of media that we needed to keep our brains distracted from the fact that there's some, like, crazy shit still happening out like out in the world.
1: Indeed. Um, crazy indeed. It got a
0: little... You know, this year got a little better in that we could do a little bit more things without feeling guilty or scared. Um, we got our vaccines and our boosters and... Um, egg. <laughs> Only one... Egg? Of, no, I, I, I was starting to say Ed, but one of us got COVID, but... Uh, thanks yeah. to the vaccine, it was, like, not a big deal, really.
1: It wasn't that bad.
0: Um, that doesn't mean that it's not, you, you should definitely still be careful. Um, it was the
1: boredom that was the worst.
0: But, uh, the boredom. you know, I hope in this year we will consume more good stuff, but I also hope that we can kind of, um, not have to be surrounded by so much negativity with, like, the pandemic and I don't know, it just feels like the world is burning and I don't like that feeling and I don't want it to feel that way for the rest of my life. It's true. But I think media is a really great way to to feel connected to other people and connected to other stories and it's a form of escapism, yes, but like, can also be like something that connects people different, you know, places and ideas and I think that's really cool and that's why I started doing this podcast and... Yeah, so I hope this was of some value to you. Maybe you have some recommendations to take with you into this new year. Um, I had a great year. I mean, despite, you know, living through a new year of a pandemic, like, I was really grateful for the year that I had. So.
1: 2021, <laughs> as in we won the year. We sure did. We won. Um, <laughs> we did it. Good job.
0: But I think that's going to be it for this ep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty long
1: one, I guess. But yeah,
0: it's a longer yeah, one. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is
1: a good length. I like know. pods to do or this long. I know.
0: Same. I'm like. I want it to be long enough that I can um, listen to it driving from Butler to Oxford. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening. If you are listening, um, we really appreciate it, and we'll see you guys next time. We have something to say. Have
1: a good time in twenty thousand and twenty two.
0: That's right. <laughs> 20,000.
1: Molly Shannon is her name from the other uh, two. Oh,
0: there it is. All right. Anyway. Okay. Um. See you guys next time.